He was out for cheap thrills of the worst kind, Italian food. This is 20 Questions Tuesday, the podcast where one guy asks another guy 20 20 questions. questions. I'm David Reinstrom. And I'm David Brunel Brutman. Hey, David, how are you? I am splendid. How are you, buddy? Pretty good. What you been up to? Uh, I've been making empanadas. Ooh, empanadas. Yeah, 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 yeah. A year ago in September, I went on a two-week adventure tour with my friends Aaron and Heather to Argentina, and I was starting to get the Jones for empanadas again. Uh, and so I decided to start making them. And I'm getting okay. I'm getting pretty good at them. Awesome. I don't think I had an empanada ever until maybe two years ago. Like, very recently. Wow. Which seems weird in retrospect that I would have lived this long without eating an empanada. Yeah, who are you? What kind of empanada was it? Do you remember? Do you remember? I, you always remember your first empanada. It, it had pork. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's all I remember about it. it. It had pork and it was tasty. That's cool. all I got. I've been making this is a great uh, description, ones. right? I've been using Aaron's recipe for picadillo. Okay. Uh, so the picadillo, pica, or as he would say, picadillo, uh, has ground beef and olives and raisins. And I guess it's um, from Mendoza, hmm. I guess. That's the part of Argentina that that style of uh, empanada is from. Uh, the raisins those, are an interesting addition. Yeah, yeah. And really important, too. It actually really rounds out the flavor in a very pleasant way. Uh, that and some smoked paprika, and it's just so goddamn good. Uh, Aaron puts awesome uh, hard-boiled eggs in his. I don't actually like hard-boiled eggs in fillings that much. At all, or specifically in fillings? I guess I don't really like hard-boiled eggs. Because, dude, I love me some hard-boiled eggs. I like hard-boiled eggs in chopped liver sometimes. I'm generally not okay with hard-boiled eggs. I will eggs eat all the hard-boiled salad. eggs. You can just have my hard-boiled eggs. I'm definitely in favor of hard-boiled eggs and tuna salad. Yeah, it, if you make any hard-boiled eggs, just just throw them just my way. Just mail them I'll to eat you. Them. <laughs> so yeah, just boil up a pot yep. of hard-boiled eggs and mail them on over. Whoop, 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 whoop. Just just like throw them vaguely eastward. Or just lob them. I got a little, I got a little trebuchet set up on the uh, on top of the apartment. I'll just the counterweight swing forward. Yeah, we'll see. It, we'll see if that works. I got a good feeling about this. I think this is gonna work. I'm just gonna stand here with my mouth open. I have a good feeling about it too, because if I miss, I'm still pelting New York and New Jersey with eggs. Which really, what more could you ask for? What have you been up to lately? Okay, dude, dude. <laughs> Here's what I did this past week. Okay. I went to a 6 a.m. dance party on a boat. You got to stop drinking. But here's the thing. There was zero drinking because it was 6 a.m. on a Thursday. What were you doing on a boat having a dance party on a Thursday? Okay. So my friend sends me a message saying, hey, are you doing anything Thursday? My boss's girlfriend is putting together this kind of rave thing, (laughs) and I have to go for work, and I want to bring somebody so that I'm not all alone with me 
and my boss, and not the boss's girlfriend, because the boss's girlfriend is DJing with her twin sister. Right. Um, because that's what you do when you have a twin. You just throw dance parties where you both DJ in sync with each other. That is the strangest... That's all twins do, no, did no, you know? I was not aware. That is the strangest thing I've ever heard. It's the primary twin activity. So, I'm like, yeah, sure. That sounds weird and interesting. Mm-hmm. And so she sends me the web page, the, you know, the invite of the thing. And I'm looking at it. I'm like, huh, this has got to be a typo. It says this goes from 6 to 9 a.m. <laughs> that can't be right. And so I say that to my friend and she's like, uh, nope, that's actually the entire thing. And the idea is everybody goes to this dance party and dances their fucking faces oh off and then goes to work like a regular day <laughs> that's brilliant so but this edition the was thing i've ever heard how how was work that day so dumb so item item the first this was a dance mm-hmm. party item the second it was at 6 a.m on a thursday item the third it was on a boat item the fourth it was a costume party <laughs> what it's yeah, just just roll okay. with it. Forget did you, it. Don't did you worry wear about a it. Costume? I I wore a mask. Okay. I I had a mask from Halloween, so I I put that on. It was not a particularly deep, well thought out costume, let us say. So, I show up, at I start out okay. So I gotta wake up, right, at like four, so I can you know, get, move, get, like, out of my apartment Mm. by around five so I can get to the harbor around six. So I get there around six. The boat is supposed to depart at 6.30. And I get on the boat, and my friend hasn't shown up yet, and I'm getting texts from her saying that she is stuck in Brooklyn where none of the trains are running and there are no cabs and she's not going to make it. And so Did I end up a moment alone. She was like <laughs> at the dance party. Oh, she never made it at all. On the boat. She never no! made it. David. And she was the one who David, invited David, me. David, 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 David. So David. I departed. I yes. think this is all like an elaborate scam. I'm really glad you're still alive because what if this girl wasn't really your friend and was in fact like a put on or a setup to get you kidnapped by dance DJs? By twin DJ assassins. Yeah, I was almost shanghaied and impressed into dance service <laughs> on this boat. Somewhere in international waters in the North Atlantic. So yeah, I spent most of the time just sort of amusedly observing oh this roiling crowd of people on a goddamn boat. <laughs> it was actually, it was a beautiful morning. Uh-huh. You know, we went out, we saw the sunrise, uh opposite the Statue of Liberty out in the harbor. It was gorgeous. Did you stand on the bow of the boat at, like, Barbara Streisand and Funny Girl? I did. It was exactly like that, except there were way more people dressed as wizards. That's ridiculous. I I would say about, you know, 500% more people dressed as wizards. Do you remember the name of the boat? And and Batmans. Uh, no. Okay. 
Wait, oh wait, the boat that I was the boat on, that you were on or Not the, the boat, boat funny girl. from Funny Girl? It's just like a ferry. I don't think it has a name. Um it's it's the horn there's a bunch of them. Uh they're all called the Hornblower something. I believe this was a Hornblower Infinity. Oh. Which sounds like uh some combination of like um uh what's that book? Master and Commander and Buzz Lightyear. David, enough of this boat party dot business. It was some severe boat party dot business. Do you like what I did there? Let me tell you. It was one of the weirdest things I've That's done. So strange. In the past week. Well, here's the weirdest thing you're going to do this week. Dave, are you ready to play 20 Questions Tuesday? Oh my goodness. I'm so ready. I'm ready enough that I would get on a boat to play 20 Questions <laughs> Tuesday. No questions asked. All right, climb aboard. Except for the ones that I'm going to ask. Climb aboard and let's go over the rules. All right, give me your nautical rules. Okay, read to me numbers. Okay, nautical rule the first. I will think of a thing. See rule two. You will ask only yes or no questions to narrow down the nature of that thing. Ocean rule three. If you exceed 20 questions, the game and reality as we know it is over. No more than 20 questions are permitted. Aquatic rule four. If you correctly guess the thing in fewer than 20 questions, you win the game, and we all get to live for another week. Briny deep rule five. A barbarian can call upon inner reserves of strength and ferocity, granting her additional combat prowess. Starting at first level, the barbarian can rage for a number of rounds per day equal to four plus her constitution modifier. At each level after the first, she can rage for two additional rounds. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Then you may ask your first question. Oh my goodness, is it bigger than a bread box? No. Uh, is it man-made? No. Is it a living creature? Yes. Is it a vertebrate? Yes. If I were on a boat party and I looked over the side of the boat, is it possible that I might see this thing in the water? Uh, not in the water, no. Is it possible that I might see this thing flying over the boat? You might see this thing flying over the boat. Okay. Is it birds? It is a bird. Is it a dangerous bird? Oh, yes. Will this bird come for your eyes? Only if your eyes have done something terrible. Okay. Is it a vengeful bird? Oh, yes. Is it a, uh, a hawk? Not a hawk, no. Is it a raven? No, not a raven. Uh, is it a bird of prey? It is a bird of prey. Is it fluffy? Uh, maybe it's downy tum and chest area. Okay, but it's not like a big old fluffy owl. It's not a big old fluffy owl. Which, okay. yes, correct, are raptors. Is it Peregrine Falcone? It is Peregrine Falcone! David, remind the <laughs> listeners, if you would please. Oh no! It's the return By of Peregrine I mean, Falcone! Oh yes! Dave, who's Peregrine Falcone? So, Peregrine Falcone is, of course, as all our listeners will remember, uh, a Peregrine Falcon trained by Interpol, specifically uh, to catch international thieves. This is correct. Okay. In this episode of 20 Questions Tuesday, the return of Peregrine Falcone, you must figure out where Agent Falcone is, what he is doing, and why. Okay. Uh, is he on his home turf in Monaco? He is not in Monaco. Is he somewhere in Europe? Yes. Is he on the Riviera? He is not on the Riviera. Is he in the mountains? No. Uh, is he in a major city? Mm-mm. Is he in 
the Black Forest. No, he is not in the Black Forest. Is he in any other color of forest in Europe? Uh, yes, he is in a forest. It has colors. Is this a Western European forest? No. Is this an Eastern European forest? Very much so, yes. Okay. Uh, is it in Poland? No. Is it in Russia? Yes. So he's deep in the forests of Russia. A particular place in Russia. Uh, but definitely the European part of Russia. Uh, sort of bordering the Eurasian part of Russia. Hmm. Okay. So, like, right on the edge there. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about Russian geography. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Okay. Well, he is in he is in a forest in Russia, and no, he is not undercover. Okay. So he's in a forest in Russia. Uh, does it actually matter where the forest is? It might help you a little bit. Hmm. Okay. I'll I'll try to remember something about Russian geography. The forest is a particular color. I don't know. Is it like? Orange? Is it fall times? It is no longer fall times. Okay, is it white? Yes. Because it's the depths of horrible Russian winter and yes. we're all dying? In where? Um, I don't know. Is is Siberia? Is Siberia! That That is appropriately white. So, Peregrine Falcone is in a Siberian forest doing a thing for a specific reason. He's tracking down a criminal. Very much so. Is the criminal Russian? Yes. Is the criminal somebody who is a criminal in the real world? No. Uh, is the criminal a an invented person? Yes. Who now belongs to the Falcone <laughs> mythos? Yes. Yes, he is. Okay. Um, so this is not a named person. Uh, I have given this this character a name <laughs> oh god do I have to guess it you do not have to guess it okay thank you I appreciate that <laughs> alright so I have to figure out uh, what sort of crime this criminal has perpetrated right mm -hmm. and what sort of what sort of person uh, this criminal is okay or whether he um, is a person at all yeah, is this is this a rival agent from a different organization? No, this is a this is a criminal. You mean like a rival like inspector? Yeah. No. Like secret KGB Falcon. Oh no no no. Okay. That sounds pretty sweet though. Uh, Save that for another Peregrine Falcone adventure. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna tuck that one away and bust it out when you least expect it. Okay. Okay, is the criminal a human being? No. Hmm. hmm. Is the criminal another bird? Nope. Another animal? Oh, yes. Is the criminal a, uh, a mammal? Yes. Is the criminal a carnivorous mammal? Mm-hmm. Exclusively carnivorous? No, omnivorous. Is criminal bear? Criminal is bear! <laughs> criminal is specifically okay. renowned bear criminal Ilya Grizzlikov. Of course. Of course it is. 
So, uh, our our man Falcone mm-hmm. is tracking Grizzlikov through the Siberian wilderness, and uh, has found the him. The reason fact. is, oh, are they having a an epic confrontation? Not yet. Uh, okay, so so okay, so so Falcone what you have has, to do, yes, is figure out what Falcone is doing and what Ilya Grizzlikov's crime is. Let me try to figure out what Grizzlikov has done. Okay. Has he stolen something? Mm-hmm. Is it diamonds? It is not diamonds. Why is it always diamonds with you? Damn it! Because it's the funniest thing to steal. <laughs> this has been thoroughly established. That's true. Okay. Uh, is it like, did he like steal a bunch of salmon? He did not steal a bunch of salmon. Okay. Is it something that is valuable to humans? Yes, absolutely. Uh, is it something that you can carry easily? Uh, yes. In that or does he is... need to have it in like a truck? He does not need to have it in a truck. Okay. So it is both Grizzlikov... extremely easy to carry and also intangible. David, you are like the Sphinx over here. Mm. You have blown my mind. Wah, 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 wah. Okay, so he doesn't have like a sack of this slung over his shoulder. No, he his does bare not. bare shoulder. No. Whatever it is. Okay, uh, it's intangible. Is it an idea? Yes. Okay, so you cannot pick it up at all. Um, you can it's, pick it it's up, a concept. and it is very light. But it is also a concept. This is baffling. Mm. Is it a book of some sort? No, it is not a book. Hmm. You can pick it up, but it's also some sort of concept. Right. Now, this is a okay. this is a Russian bear criminal. Uh, right. Is it related a... to the fact? Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. Well. He runs a massive bear criminal syndicate in Russia. Sure. And the thing that he steals isn't necessarily related to him being a bear. That's what I was about to ask. Sure. It has very little to do, almost, in fact, it has nothing to do with him being a bear. But it does have to do with him being Russian. Yes, that is your hint. Have we established what year this is? It's the present. It takes place in the present day. Okay. So we are not in Soviet times. No, we are not in Soviet times. Okay. Um, Why, what would you have said had it been Soviet times? Well, I, I think we previously established that Soviet times opens a whole hornet's <laughs> nest of possibilities, each of which is more confusing than the last. True. Okay, so it's present-day Russia. Mm-hmm. Um, is it some sort of data? Yes. Okay, so he's got a thumb drive or a hard disk mm-hmm. with some kind of data on it. I mean, presumably he, he has stolen. an entire server. Is he carrying the server? No, it's in his lair. Okay. He's in his lair. So, oh, okay. I was under the impression that he was walking through the Siberian woods. Mm-mm. Falcone has tracked him to his secret lair. Obviously. Okay, so... He has stolen uh, a bunch of credit cards? Yes, he has. Because Ilya Grizlikov, the great 
Russian bear criminal is Russia's greatest... Bear hacker. Bear hacker! <laughs> I love it. He's a legendary identity thief and and hacker. And also a bear. And also a bear. Okay. So, so there, so. Peregrine Falcone is outside the lair of Ilya Grizlikov, famed Russian bear hacker. We know why, we know who Peregrine Falcone is, who he's after, and why he's after him. But now what is he doing? Of course. Well, now he's uh, attempting to infiltrate the lair. Infiltrate, perhaps not the correct word. He's busting open the door and flying in, shooting the (laughs) tiny pistol that he keeps clutched in his talons. He's busting in, but he's busting in in a very particular way. And he's busting in in a very particular way for a particular reason. Okay. So does he go in the front door of the lair? The only way he knows how. Does he fly through the door? The other only way he knows how. <laughs> does he peck the door? No. I have no clue here. Okay. So he he goes through the front door and he's busting in but there's some very specific way that he's doing this. Mm-hmm, because it's not a door he's going through. That involves... He's not entering a... Right. Okay, it's not a, does it's he, not like, a, fly down the chimney? No. Is this some sort of Santa uses, Claus police bird situation? No, he uses some specialized equipment. He uses some specialized equipment. Mm-hmm. Is he the carrying a is battering ram? Up. The lair is all I'm, is all. I'm imagining up a bird. I'm imagining a, a fairly <laughs> small bird carrying a full-size <laughs> battering ram, just like flapping and flapping and flapping, <laughs> really struggling. But he's still doing it, and he just sort of like at the at the last moment when he gets to the door, just sort of uh, sort of flings it a little. <laughs> it kind of falls on the ground. <laughs> it's very ineffective. So it's, okay. it's the depth. It's the dead of winter. Mm-hmm. Ilya Grizlikov has been offline for many months, and his trail has gone mostly cold. But because Peregrine Falcone is the greatest bird detective in the world, he has tracked uh, Grizlikov to this forest lair. Okay. Because Grizlikov is doing what right now? Ordering seamless. Nope. <laughs> he traced the. He traced the call, or not call, internet call. What's the word for that? It doesn't matter. Oh. Irrelevant. <laughs> okay, he. What do bears do in winter? Tracked. Hibernate, obviously. There you go. So, how's he gonna get into this cave? Given that the, cave the bears are hibernating, off. is it yeah. blocked by bear? By rocks. I don't know. Does he just blow it up? Yeah, he blows it up. Does he just plant C4 charges around it? Yeah. I was making that way too complicated. Yes, you were. So, he plants the C4 charges around the mouth of the cave, blowing open the entrance and bursting in, and all the bears immediately wake up and shit out. (laughs) You know, four <laughs> months of poop, which is what bears do as soon as they wake up from hibernation. BT dubs. They hold so their gross. shits for the entire time 
there asleep for the whole that winter. That's horrifying. That's awful. And then it all comes out at once. <laughs> anyway, this has been Nature Facts with David and David. <laughs> okay, so he busts in and he arrests Grizzlikoff by accosting him with his talons, in which I guess he has handcuffs. Bear, bear cuffs. Correct. And he, he cuffs that fucker. And then he takes back the credit card names. What do you do when you get a database of credit card names and you're a law enforcement agency? I feel like you just blow them up. You just, you just like, put them in a box and never speak of them again? I think you destroy them. Uh, presumably people get their... Their IDs, you know, they get their uh, credit cards reassigned and stuff. Well, yeah, they're all, like, you don't get your credit card back or anything. Right, so they they shred them or something. He shreds them with his talents! Yeah! Awesome! Extreme! Real quick, in brief, just tell me again what it was that happened here today. Okay, so, David, the thing that you were thinking of this time Mm. was... Mm -hmm. International bird of mystery, Peregrine Falcone, agent of Interpol, is deep in the forests of Siberia, tracking the famed gangster Ilya Grizlikov, bear hacker extraordinaire, who has <laughs> absconded with millions of credit card numbers and secreted them in his bear lair. Wait, I'm sorry, did you say secreted them? Yeah. He, that he would mean sec- like he he wait how do you pronounce that word secreted them secret he secreted oh. them I I thought they to were secrete um, is when you like sweat or like poop yeah I thought they were homophones Mm-mm. oh okay they're just homonyms or very well no, I'm not entirely homographic either anyway Continue. then yeah. some shit goes down and everything blows up and the bears get arrested the end Dave. Yes. You are the victor of this week's 20 Questions Tuesday Challenge! Holy shit! You ready to go over to the scoratorium and see how you did? I'm about as ready as a bear who's about to shit out his entire insides after the winter. (laughs) Then let's go! (laughs) Yay! There it goes, there it goes, there it goes. I'm singing a song about the scoratorium. There it goes, okay. David? Yep. Were you aware of it? You got this 20 Questions Tuesday challenge and 14 questions. Whew. Yeah. Nice. Nicely done, hotshot. I feel pretty good about that. I feel pretty good about my score. I feel pretty good about mm-hmm. bears. I feel pretty yeah. good about falcons. When, when next will we see Peregrine Falcone? Who can say? Only time will tell. Well, I mean, you can what, say, or I can, I can say. What adventures will he have, this international falcon of mystery? Tune in next week. Yeah, tune, tune in, in whenever. Tune in whenever. Tune in like ten weeks from now when we resurrect the legend of Peregrine Palconi. Peregrine Palconi. That's that's the bad world version of him. It's like Wario. <laughs> Yeah, in the next edition, he has to fight his evil twin, who's... Sure. uh Peregrine Palcone. Yeah, Peregrine pa- Palcone, who works <laughs> for Polarant, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is a denture company. Well, Dave, you done it. 
I did it! And that's how you play... 20 Questions Tuesday! Rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, like us on Facebook, and follow our Tumblr at 20QuestionsTuesday.tumblr.com. Our theme song is Blood Meridian by Curlew, licensed under Creative Commons 3.0 license. The music you heard under the show this week was by Hugo Droopy Contini, also licensed Woo. under a Creative Commons license. If you want us to use your music, message us on Facebook or Tumblr. Up next, stay tuned for a production of the recently discovered Shakespearean tragedy of the Burger King and the treacherous Burger Duke. I'm David Brunel Brutman. And I'm David Reimstrom. Good night. And good bear. Good night and good bear. <laughs>